Welcome to Our Book Float, where Float Centers thrive. Our weekly podcast where we share our stories of starting and running our float centers. We love it when you join us as we work together to raise our education level on building, marketing, and running our float centers. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Art of the Float, and visit artofthefloat.com to find show notes, links, pictures from every episode, all that good stuff. It's just me tonight. I am uh, sitting here uh, looking back at the audio with our guest, Dana, is visiting the show again. Float North is her float center. She's been open for two months now, and we actually just sat down and had a conversation about running a business. I was kind of interesting. I, I came into her studio to do a uh, photo, a photo shoot, if you will, and we um, started talking and just wanted to continue talking, basically, and, and we had a really good excuse by putting a microphone in between us, and I got to really uh, well, I guess partly reminisce about what it was like to open our float center, but also hear uh, Dana's perspective on opening a float center by herself in Portland. And uh, with, well, you'll learn all about her float center uh, through the course of the interview. But yeah, very interesting, interesting stuff. Definitely brought up a lot of stuff with me. And I think there's a lot that will kind of brain, get your brain turning on you know, just kind of how to do business, how to do it holistically. Uh, a lot of really interesting things came up. Uh, particularly with marketing in that conversation. So before we get going, I do just want to thank uh, those of you who are supporting us on Patreon. Thank you. We truly appreciate it. They also want to give a shout out to FloatHelm. FloatHelm is the software that allows your clients to schedule for you. So it's client-facing, but it's also employee-facing as well, so that your employees can book uh, clients, but they can also do logbook, have this ongoing conversation about projects that are going on within your business. You can track all your metrics of your float tanks, the depth of your water, the salinity, pH, alkalinity, all of that's in there. And now you can also book for saunas, massage, acupuncture. It's all within FloatHelm now. FloatHelm.com is where you want to go to schedule your free tour. They will give you a live tour of FloatHelm to make sure that it works for your business. Again, FloatHelm.com is where you want to go. All right, let's go ahead and segue into our chat with Dana Heifel. I thought this was funny when just today talking at the front desk. Why do you want to appear like a big business to people? Like you said, you use the royal we. Oh, that's not to appear as a big business. Okay. That's, uh, I think I got in the habit of that through my Qigong training, actually. Because uh, Zun Zun talks about your teacher. My teacher, yeah, of 13 years, who I've studied meditation with. Yeah. He talks about we versus me and how that, like, you know, we are a community, mm -hmm. and then this culture is so individualistic. And so I really just, I don't I don't know, maybe I could psychoanalyze it more to see right. why I do that. Sure. Um, but it's, it's not to appear as a big business. I definitely am totally straightforward and honest with people about the fact that I'm a one-man show. Cool. Like, it's not... Uh, I'm not trying to be anything I'm not or, or like you don't welcome people in and then somebody with a fake mustache is cleaning the rooms it's you and then you're wearing a top hat right. and the other yeah right. okay I'm like I'm back cleaning I'll be up in a minute cool. you know it's just me running this whole thing right now I don't even have employees right which you did I did originally can you I talk did. to me about that yeah so we're two months old right now we opened August 4th, and today's October 4th. Oh, wow. Yay. Yay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I hired people right away. I hired two folks. One had been, one had worked at a float shop before, or two, your place, and Ollie Float, except I'm saying it wrong, Oli Float. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other was a 17-year-old high school kid. 
And I did that kind of so that I could go to the flow conference. I was like, I need to train some people so I can step away. And I thought it would help me run the business better. Turns out it was really expensive. I'm not bringing in enough money yet wow. to do that. Um, I don't know how to manage people. I've managed massage therapists, but being a massage therapist, that's a totally huh. different thing. Okay. I, I, that's funny to me just because for me, managing LMTs, this is the biggest headache. Right, right. You have the opposite. <laughs> Whereas for me, it's like LMTs. It's like I know half the LMTs in Portland. <laughs> funny, funny. These are my people. Yeah, these are my people. I know what they do and I know how they are. Yeah. And I just expect it. I don't expect them to be normal employees. Uh, Funny. Yeah, but okay. then with employees, I found, and this is you know my own introspection. Yeah. Like, I thought they could read my mind, and that I wouldn't have to say every nitty gritty little thing. But it turns out I had to spell it out. Like everything needs to be wiped down. Like there shouldn't be any salt visible. Or like, do you have an example? Oh of... gosh, I, I I don't really have an example right now. My That's brain's okay. a little too full. <laughs> That's okay. But. Uh, I've been, because I've been so completely stressed out, like to the point of feeling like I might break, <laughs> you know, like I got sick, um, I'm not really present in my relationship, uh, I've, I, I don't feel like I can genuinely enjoy anything, I have those moments of, like there's times when I'm feeling, like there's good days and bad days, right, and the bad days are just really shitty, where I'm like, there's no joy in my life, and I'm working all the time, and blah, 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 what have I done, um, and I, and I, you know, that's opening a new business. Can I? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was a big can of worms. Yeah. Um, I love those cans. <laughs> well, we've got a lot to munch on. Um, wait, are we eating worms? Why did I I've eaten not? worms before, yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Let's <laughs> More avoid information that today. Than you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I won't ask how old you were. Um, so for me, opening up, I experienced some, some crazy burnout. And when you were talking about, like, not having time for people, but also like not having joy. Um, if I was to go on a run or if I was to go to martial arts, I, w I still wouldn't feel anything. I was that kind of burnout. Is that what you're experiencing? Or you're just literally not giving yourself time for these things? A little bit of both. Uh -huh. I'm not all the way numb okay. all the time yeah. yet, but I see myself going that direction. Uh -huh. And so it's like something needs to change. Something's going to give. It's either going to be me feeling super numb, getting depressed, and going back into old cycles. Mm -hmm. I've been there before. Like, don't need to go back. I've built this place to kind of help move myself forward in life, right. not work for somebody else and be depressed and not know what my purpose is, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and also not letting myself take time away or, you know, I don't get lunch breaks. I'm here 12 hours a day. And then on Mondays when we're closed, I'm here cleaning and working. And if I do take time away, then it feels stressful. It's hard. Or like my phone is blinging and dinging all mm. the time. And it's like, oh my God. So there's a lot of getting used to that. Um, but I want to wrap around back to the employee thing because yeah. I, I talked to a floater slash friend uh, who I, I know more because she came to float and then we ended up having a conversation. I got to know her. Cool. She's run a business before and I was able to like, I'm always the kind of like person who's talking about where I'm at, just with whoever, not not overly sharing, <laughs> for, but if, um, I'll, I'll be honest with where I'm at if somebody asks me. That, that's something I definitely like, I find endearing about you. Mm. Yeah, you're very honest Thanks. about where you are. Thanks. But I, but I would also say, you don't ever feel complaining to me. Mm. Um, it's just like, here's where I am. Yeah. 
yeah, I'm just honest about it with myself first and foremost. Mm. Um, and it helps me to talk about it so that I'm honest about it. Um, so I was talking with her and she's run a business before and talking about employees and I was able to realize that I got gunshot from that experience of I hired a couple people and I had to let them go and it wasn't anything that they did wrong. It was that I wasn't ready. Mm. The business wasn't financially ready mm -hmm. and this just wasn't a good time. Like, there were so many factors and it wasn't necessarily the employee. Like, yeah. I have so much to learn in that department. And I'm like, I can't handle that right now. I've got too much other new wow. stuff. That's another hat that is not, I'm not ready or willing to add management to my list of tasks right, right now. Like, I'll just clean the effing room. Because it is and, a serious hat. Like, yeah. it, it's not, like you said at the beginning, you, you think they're just gonna know everything. Yeah. And it is a lot of work. and micromanagement in the beginning too of like learning everything you need to know to teach the next person or even for this person there's a lot to it that takes up brain resources that you're already devoting to so totally. much yeah um so you you i think you were wrapping that around to the i'm wrapping that around because right now i'm finding that i'm spending so much time like i have really high standards yeah i'm to a fault you know i need to let go a little bit and i'm talking with my counselor about it and learning the places where i need to let go and like Lower your standards. It's okay if there's a fingerprint on the glass. Just let it go. I can't clean that right now. I've got more important things to do, and I don't have anybody here who can take care of that for me, but I want the business to look great. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm at a point now where I'm thinking, because of the breaking point thing, like because Dana might break, yeah. I need to think about maybe getting somebody in here one day a week or a few hours one day or hiring a cleaning service so that I don't have to worry about mopping the floors or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's not, I don't mind doing any of that stuff. I'm not opposed to it. I, I just, I'm a hard worker. Um, it's my business, it's my baby. Yes. I want to take care of it. Yes. And in order to do that, I'm realizing like I need to take care of myself. So cliche, I know these things. I've been a healthcare provider for so long. Right. And we get wrapped up in like how to make this thing work. Um, you know, like I said, there's some good days and there's some really bad days of just like, I don't, how do, how am I going to do all this? We need to make it work, the royal we. The royal we. Dana royal we yeah. needs to make this work. Yeah, it's interesting that you keep pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am, I, what am I supposed to do with but, that? But, but, I mean, for me personally, when I hear we also, I think we means the business. Like this, it, this it is plural It is an thing. entity of its own, mm -hmm. right? It's yeah. not just me, but it has its, an energy of its own. It's its own thing. It's like got its own needs. Yeah. They're totally separate from me. It's almost yeah. like having a baby, you know? Like you've got something that needs to be taken care of. And right now it's, you know, I don't know how far that analogy goes, but. I, I, yeah, I don't either, but I would say just <laughs> on the whole, very similar. Right. Um, like, especially I think your first baby like yeah this is my first business like oh my god every little thing needs to be perfect I think people like I can speak from example my my first kid oh my god it, like during pregnancy the you know every checkup being so important so nervous always checking charts everything with the second one man as long as this checkup they said thumbs up like that's <laughs> it and it's weird to think that but yeah I think with first business too just Everything, every little detail needs to be perfect. Yeah. And I, I totally get that. Yeah. I totally relate. And I have a feeling a lot of our listeners can relate to the idea of being a perfectionist and everything needs to be dialed perfectly. And I also just think that's an entrepreneurial thing as well. And, and again, it's 
your baby. Yeah. It's your. It's also you being reflected out to the world. Um, I get it. So, um, can I go back a little bit to the employees? Like, yeah. It, it was two things: financially, and and managerially. Um, did you think you were going to be able to afford it? Was it like? On paper, I'm assuming I'm going to have this much fill rate, and therefore I'll be able to pay them. Was a little bit more a wish and a prayer, which is more how we operated in the early days of the float shop. Where uh, it's a little bit of both. Okay. It's a little bit of wish and a prayer, like not being completely uh, aware of where I was at. And then one of the things was writing a my first rent check. I mean, like, oh my God, <laughs> this is my overhead, you oh, know, wow. and I know I've known what it is going to be yes. and writing the check and realizing that's going out the door every month, not to mention the loan payment and taking care of the place. You're stressing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And so it's like, how do I make this work? And it's, <laughs> you know, hustle. <laughs> hmm. I don't like that word too much. It's not like something that I, uh, strive for or, um, uh, think about in that way but it, it you know it's something that you can't have your feet up on the desk no. you gotta hustle yeah, yeah you gotta totally. do it you gotta be like hey i'm talking to everybody i'm telling everybody mm -hmm. i'm getting mm -hmm. like i'm i'm a little i'm a salesperson all the time <laughs> and i try to couch that and not be annoying and be yeah. personable and respectful of what that person might need or want or you know maybe to a fault even where i'm like you know you might not like floating <laughs> you don't you don't have to like it right. but come try it um, here's what we encourage. Try it three times so that you can at least see if it's something you might get into because the first time, blah, 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 you know, and I've got the whole spiel. Yep. Um, so like, it, it, you know, having employees and deciding, making that decision at the time was a bit of a wish and a prayer. Like I thought I had, it looked like my bank account was cushioned enough and yep. then checks started going out mm -hmm. making reality hit. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and, and I, I feel like, you know, at the float conference, it was such an interesting thing to all of a sudden feel like a real boy all of a sudden, like, you know, like in Pinocchio, not, I'm not saying gender stuff, but <laughs> I understand that. just like, <laughs> you know, like uh, yeah, all of a sudden I really am a float center owner and I can, and I can jive with the, the real crowd instead of being kind of a, a little oh, bit of a wallflower, which I felt like I did before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not I'm, I'm an outgoing enough person but it's it's not the same when you haven't run a float center before and you know you're in a conference with a bunch of people who have funny okay do you, do you is it excluding a little bit or like you could I think it's natural it's not because of anybody's sure thinking they're better or no like that. <laughs> no, it wasn't going that direction it's just like i don't really understand yeah and i'm not going to be able to understand until i'm doing it interesting and, you know having people have all different walks of life that they've experienced or like Gloria Morris it's her what number float center I think she's working on she's number, not three. number three uh -huh. like that's incredible <laughs> that is so incredible yeah yeah I, I do think there's just like this uh, trial by fire this this rite of passage of opening a float center where you are a little bit of a different person on the other side yeah. of it and that's probably true with any business but I think a brick and mortar and, and specifically a float center is just such a unique beast yeah it's a it's a we're a tiny business and we work our asses mm -hmm. off for free. <laughs> and, and like, I, ideally, ideally, we get paid. Give it a few more months. Yeah. Right, right. But like, if I was getting paid my current rate for what I you know my profession is as a massage therapist, uh -huh. I make about a hundred dollars an hour. You know, like 
if I was getting paid that for all the work I've put in, that's very different. Of course, it's down the road, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I get it. This goes somewhere eventually. <laughs> that's the it's idea. an investment, yeah. yeah. And, and again, that's like, yeah, as an entrepreneur, what, yeah, what we gamble on, right? Yeah. It's just that it's a gamble. How? Yeah. I never have strived to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I'm not that of that. Um, it's not a word I uh, use a lot or equate to, but I think it's, it's uh, because it's so popular right oh. now. I think I oh, interesting. issue popular things. <laughs> Funny. I, I mean, it certainly is from the outside what you have been for yeah. a long time. It's just it's just what you are. Uh -huh. I can't imagine you working a desk job personally. <laughs> no. no, I wasn't even good like sitting in school like trying to behave. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. Um, okay, so oh, yeah. you you are writing checks. Money is leaving <laughs> your bank account. And you do have people floating, which is great. Every time I come in here, you got to take a break. And due to the incredible editing of this show, you can't tell that customers have come in here. And, and uh, I love that. But at the same time, tons of money is going out, right? Um, but you have talked about wanting to bring somebody on for some cleaning or for maybe a couple hours a week or whatever. How are you figuring that, like, how managerially and financially? What's the game plan now that you've had? Several employees cost too much, too much to manage. How are you going to redo it? Yeah, well, a lot of it is taking a good hard look at the financials <laughs> to see if this fits in. But the, the problem with looking at financials at the beginning is there's not enough information to go off. Sure. So That's I really right. don't know what I'm working with. I don't know what the future holds. I've got a lot of liabilities, all of the three packs, all of the guest certificates, all the things that I've sold. You know, I started off selling in February, mm -hmm. three packs. I sold thousands of dollars of three packs over the course of our construction, which was six months or seven months. Um, and that's that's all a liability, but, and I'm not making money when these people come in and float. So it's yeah. like, whoa, right. what can I really afford? Yeah. And that rubber band that is Dana is gonna break mm -hmm. if she gets stretched any further. Mm -hmm. Like I, I need to put some slack in that rubber band so I don't break. And what's the, like, do I put a little bit out financially in order to be able to take care of business so I can do better marketing or so right. I can, like, there's there's these trade-offs and there's no hard answer. Like, you can look at the numbers and they may say, no, don't do it. But if you don't do it, you can't move forward. Right. Yep. So it's this hard game of what do you do when and... Yes, I completely agree, and I don't know that anybody has the answer to that. Right. I, I do want to know, in case somebody hasn't listened to our previous episodes together, that you have a three-float tank center, two of them are operational, and the third one will be coming up shortly. So when you talk about um, having sold a bunch of starter packs, it's not like you have 12 float tanks and everybody can come in and it doesn't really impact your bottom line. Um, this means they're really filling up slots where somebody with fresh cash can come in and, and use that boost your revenue stream. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that I I can relate to that having opened with, with two float tanks and we pretty promptly got to three, which I think helped a lot. And now I um, you know talk to people with much like six float tanks and it's like, wow, that's so much um, easier to be easy about that um, and not worry about people plugging up financial opportunities, right? And, yeah. and it's weird, like you were talking about maybe not liking the word entrepreneur. I don't like talking about like the, the money aspect of money for money's sake. Um, 
but I think everybody recognizes that we have to make money to be able to be doing this, and so I never want that to be lost when I'm, when I'm talking about it. Yeah. And I think you know me well enough to know that that's not, not the case, that I'm just uh, grabbing for money. Um, but uh, let's see here. If I could just reflect a little bit from, from my experiences, every time we've made that leap of, oh, shit, we have, like, talk about that rubber band breaking, and my rubber band did break, by all means, like, it, we went past that, but um, every time we decided to make a leap, even though we didn't think it was possible financially, business grew because of that, and I don't know if that was an energetic thing, I don't know if that's the universe taking care of us, kismet, or the fact that I was freed up. Sandra and I were freed up and we were able to draw more clients in every single time we've done that um, you know with a slight asterisk there I'm sure uh, the water has risen to, to match and it's been so nice salty water um, mm -hmm. and uh, I would just put that out your way like yeah maybe three employees right out of the gate was too much but like you're saying maybe start a little bit smaller and then maybe that's a little bit safer it gives you a little bit of breathing room um, but it doesn't cost you as much and then you can go, okay, is this bringing me more business? Am I worth it to be doing this? Probably going to be yes. And so growing from there, um, I, I do like the safety idea of starting out smaller, but also only you know how tight your band is at the moment and how close to breaking point you are. Can you go into that a little bit more? Because even I haven't been there and maybe it's because I start blocking it out. I don't know. But, um, even today, I have a difficult time telling people how busy they're going to be. And I'll tell them, it's crazy. You're, gonna, you're never gonna have a down minute. You're always gonna be wanting to still, uh, spend every free moment working. But I have a difficult time um, explaining what those little things are. What are all the plates that you're spinning? What are all the hats that you're wearing? Let me pull up my email and we can just go through it. <laughs> Please. All right. <laughs> Well, so I, I have another, I had another business as a massage therapist, I had a practice for 10 years. And so I'm still, I'm dealing with some insurance billing stuff and things like that from that. Okay. I still need to do some insurance billing here because we also have massage therapy. So Dylan mentioned oh, the right. two float rooms and the third open pool that's not up and running yet. We also have two massage therapy rooms and a Soma Wave therapy table, um, which I had initially planned to use that room for acupuncture, but um, right now it's doing great as this other modality. So we've got a lot of offerings and we do classes. We have a meditation class happening. I'd like to add yoga. Um, I'm not rushing to do that at the moment. It's certainly uh, enough just to kind of, you know, I, I think to your point about how busy you'll be, there's also, like there's balance. You have to step away. I have to go home and, you know, have dinner and talk to your have wife. Have dinner and talk to my wife. <laughs> you know, watch stupid YouTube videos until 2 a.m. or something, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> it is amazing that I love dramas, I love Breaking Bad, and now I like the great British baking show. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tune out completely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although I've been watching some really heady stuff lately. Uh -oh. it, it's kind of... It's good, though, because it gets me fired up about why I built this place. Oh, interesting. Like, this is... This is, you know... Uh, I'm not gonna go in. I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. We that that is maybe for another podcast. I can tell you all about my uh, my desires for the world. Oh, cool, great. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's signage. There's mm. furniture that I still don't have. There's the fact that I don't have a tank up and running yet. There's 
massage therapist that I have to schedule. There's the fact that I don't have enough people coming in. I've been pushing floats so much that I forgot about massage because I I am a massage therapist. And it was like, oh, those people will come. No, I need to tell them to come. Oh, <laughs> like, or not tell them to come, but I you know, it. this is like, let's pair a float massage combo. Let's mm-hmm. let's put that out there. Um, I got to think about the holidays. I have like just did. Uh, it took me a freaking hour with the credit card representative person to set up gift cards on my hmm. terminal and I'm like, why did that take so long? Because <laughs> you know, like I just saw another email pop up on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I've got, I do have a bookkeeper. He's awesome. Nice. Um, I'm communicating with my tax accountant right now. I just, I applied for a scholarship to be able to learn some more managerial stuff with the SBDC, Small Business Development Center here in Portland. They're a national thing. They're awesome. You can okay. get free resources. You can get free um, spreadsheets and great stuff. Cool. Um, marketing. Marketing. I know you've, you've definitely mentioned word of mouth. You you oh, are yeah. talking. I I I think word of mouth is the biggest thing, and we're still a tiny little business. Like I was a sole proprietor, and that's definitely word of mouth. But this is still mm-hmm. absolutely word of mouth. It's people telling people. I can put a sign on a bus and nobody will come. Yeah. It's just not, that's not how it works for us. Yeah. Um, I know that. Um, and, you know, looking at ROI, I don't, I'm, I'm super um, tight with my frugal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to spend it if it's not going to give me something back. Yeah. Um, and then also we've had some construction stuff. So, uh, the floors were squeaky. We had the, you know, just on Monday they put, they fixed that. Awesome. Um, I mean... Yeah, the contractor's been fantastic. That's great that that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting the light switches switched out. The timer is 15 minutes and it doesn't change. Funny. So it wasn't just you flip the light switch or the generator on the business, now it's running. There's a ton of refinements still happening. Yeah, so just like listing, that's probably a 40 second of all the things that I need to do. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And I can't stress out about it too much. Some days I do. Other days, I just do a little bit at a time. Like, mm. I have lists upon lists upon lists of things to do. Um, do you have any strategy for deciding where your attention is going? Is it just the fire that's in front of you? Because I think about, like, okay, there are a ton of things at the float shop that need attention, but I have to be marketing to get people in in the first place. And you know, at, at what point do I go, okay, well, I need to focus inward. At what point do I need to focus outward? Is there a strategy currently, or is it where you are in the moment? I think that's something I can improve a lot on. So one of my downfalls is that I'm, I'm, I'm here seeing all the things wrong with the place that I want to fix or clean, <laughs> yeah. and I really need to be looking at my financials or working on marketing. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's the, the struggle, is where I put my time, meaning that I'm wearing all the hats. You know, I don't want the business to, uh, for somebody to have a bad experience, that would be huge to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's probably a place where I can let go of my high standards and yeah. just people will be fine with whatever happens yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Um, they're very forgiving. And I've just had such high standards that I'm not, I'm not, like that's what, like when we talked the other day, the breaking point for me was that like, I need to learn how to do time management a lot better mm-hmm. or what, what is important and how do I pick the important things. And I don't know if it's putting out the fire right now. I feel like I do a medium okay job at, you know, working through things and planning ahead and uh-huh. staying on top of things. I'm not, 
I order stuff before it's completely gone, you know? <laughs> she... <laughs> I'm just picking up a, um, a bottle of, uh, you know, full chemicals for the float tank and uh, <laughs> it's almost empty and I need to order more. <laughs> um, you know, I actually just want to go back again and uh, real quick and apologize. I didn't mean to say, or I guess I did, I ignorantly said, like, this is your first baby or this is your first business, but you have been an entrepreneur for a very long time and I'm very aware of that. It's different. It's very different. And I, I know that everybody comes from a different place. Some people are, they've been an employee their whole life and they just open a float center. Yeah. It's totally new. Yeah. I don't have that, but yeah. being a sole proprietor for a tiny little business where it's just me yeah. is very, very different. Okay. Like, I, it's a different animal. So I feel like, yes, I am new to this and I know a little bit the learning curve isn't as steep. Got it. Yeah, I believe, yeah, that sounds right to me. <laughs> yeah, thank God, because right now, I mean, to all of you listening, you will break, <laughs> and then the evil laughter. Well, what do you think about business partners? What do you think about sharing the load with others? I really wanted a business partner. I looked for years. Yeah. I asked people, maybe who I shouldn't have asked, because I was kind of desperate mm. for a business partner. Um, I, I love working with people. I love collaborating. I love bouncing ideas off of with people. I love one-on-one uh, -on -one conversations and just exploring stuff. Communication is easy and big for me. Um, and I never found somebody. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, you got to do it. I, you know, I asked my wife if she would want to be part of it and she was like hell no yeah. <laughs> absolutely not I want to have my own life I'm, I'm glad she knew that she's was her very wise <laughs> yeah <laughs> boundaries are good right. um yeah she doesn't like you know she, she helps me out mm. like she's taken a huge load at home mm. and she feeds me and does things that you know listens to me and things like that and I and I do my best to reciprocate as I can we both know that like this is an unusual period right. where I'm not as available um, yeah if I could inter interject real quick do you think financially it would have worked with more business partners like what would that look like uh, that's a really great question I was able to do so much on my own mm -hmm. um, you know I probably could have wasted more money <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that there was a, a limit to my budget oh. in that way yeah. um, I mean I could have put the future expansion could have already been built out I could yeah. have six tanks instead of three uh -huh. uh, with a with a partner but hmm. yeah it, I, I mean I, I don't know the answer to that but I, I definitely agree that uh, doing this on your own is an immense immense project and having shared it with my wife Sandra that was an immense project mind you it's sometimes a little a bit of a misnomer to talk about it when it was seven years ago and the industry was very different very different bits of information out there on how to run a float center basically I mean, nothing was was yeah. out there when we were working on ours we thought float tanks were soundproof for example right <laughs> it, was, it was very different um, but uh, being able to have somebody be in charge of marketing, somebody in charge of finances, or what what have you. Yeah. Um, Instead of having sounds a lot better, right? It does. <laughs> it does. Like, oh, that's somebody who's good at that. Do that. Right. Instead of me learning. Needing from to scratch, be good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, 
And at the same time, I can, I can, I have a bookkeeper. He can make all these documents for me and keep track of things and explain things to me, and that's great. And it costs money, and it's probably, uh, for me at this time, it's better than it would have been with a partner, because uh -huh. even though I'm, I, you know, it's not an employee doing it. I'm not spending twelve dollars an hour for yeah. somebody to do that. They're getting something done. That's what they do, and they do it really well. And so I can do that in a few areas. Um, so, like, I see it maybe as the community is my business partner. Like, I have these, mm. I have so many different um, people to reach out mm. to. I've got a bookkeeper, I've got an accountant, I've got a team yeah. of people cool. that work with me. Where they run their own businesses, but they help me run mine. Yeah. So, I try to use that intelligently, and sometimes it's hard because I'm so frugal that... I don't want to pay for that right. service. Totally. I can relate with that. Yeah. Yes. I got it. Um, so you are going to start hiring soon, correct? Uh, yeah. It, I'm, or is that... I, so I'm, I'm, I've got somebody... Well, I don't want to say yet. I oh. don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. Interesting. Whew. And you are open six days a week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Closed on Mondays. I closed on Mondays, but I'm cleaning. I'm well, gonna, oh, yeah. It's tank maintenance. <laughs> You're it's, not fooling me. I've got to do the... the, the Pool chemistry, make sure the water's all yummy and good. Oh my gosh, I want to share this with folks uh, who are listening. Yeah. Because Tony from Ocean Float Rooms came here to help install the float tanks, and he described taking care of the water, the solution, the salt water, mm -hmm. in a way that really helped me understand and prioritize it. Huh. Um, I was kind of like, oh, well, like, I'll do the things as they need to be done if they, uh, like, you know, not being super um, tight about it, because I was just trying to keep the ship afloat, like, as, <laughs> as horrible as these analogies are with all the floating It's great. References. First pun ever on our The Float podcast. First float <laughs> pun. Um, and he talked about at a restaurant, you go and... You know, there's a few things that determine whether you want to be there or not. There's the environment, uh, there's the location, there's there's the food, there's how it's plated and presented, all these things. And he was uh, likening the float tank water to the food. It's the thing that the person consumes, for lack of a better word. They're not yeah, consuming sure. the water, but they are immersing themselves in that water. And yeah. if that water is not pristine and beautiful and welcoming and looks like something you want to get into, yeah. then it's a bad experience. It's like if your food looks bad or tastes bad, you're never going to go back there. Yeah. Um, and so that like made me up my game and start um, mm. uh, tracking and recording and monitoring everything so I can see when something's going off instead of skipping a day on whatever, um, just being really uh, a, a little more strict or stringent Great. about that. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad. It's funny. It's, it just takes one person saying it the right way yeah. to totally make you understand something. Yeah. Something to totally click. first when he was talking, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's not food. Like, this is not... What? <laughs> uh, that's good. Can I switch analogies but yeah. build off of that? Like, as soon as you said um, it's like a restaurant, I thought, oh, it's like a car. Like you gotta, oh. you know, before anything goes bad, you gotta make sure your tire pressure is right. You gotta change the oil. You gotta be doing these general maintenance things, or all of a sudden, 
you've got a big problem that's yes. going to cost you thousands of dollars. Ex you're dumping your water instead of it running smooth. Exactly. Like, you got to keep it up all the time. And yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, it's, <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that there wasn't this regimented first thing in the morning, we check this, at closing, we check this, and blah, 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 blah. I'm, now I'm using the royal we. Yes, I do keep bringing it up. <laughs> um, and I love hearing that that's what you've done because I think everybody out of the gate should be just maintaining it just it, it doesn't water doesn't need a ton of attention necessarily until it starts going bad right. and then you have to start really putting on your lab coat and figuring it out but um, to be fair they do provide a um operations manual that has everything you should do and when cool. i just wasn't following it <laughs> <laughs> got it i was like the water looks fine i don't need to do any of that yeah. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Who needs to add these weird chemicals? Like, uh, why would I do that? Yeah. And then they're not that weird of chemicals. It's just mm. different types of salt, or it's just you know things that help keep thing keep the minerals out of the water or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's it's helping keep the balance. Cool. And I thought it was you know uh, adding toxic adding toxic stuff this. to my yeah. water. And that stuff exists too. Oh, and see what I can get away with and not see what I'm <laughs> not doing. It's like. Not a good idea. Interesting. You don't want to see if you can let your meat sit on the counter before you serve it, or see if you can get away with not changing your oil for right. a whole year. I'm crunchy. I don't like to change my oil in my car. I like <laughs> to run fully organic. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't really doesn't work. work. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't think these analogies are working either anymore. Well, that one's good though. <laughs> I mean, you mixed analogies, but the yeah. uh, that kind of I'm the type of person who doesn't want to flush the toilet because who needs to waste the water? Totally right. right? And then the smell is like, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah, it's like yeah. you need to flush the toilet. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I, I've been there. <laughs> Thankfully, my wife doesn't listen to the show anymore. So. <laughs> uh, um, let's see here. What else? Um, what? So you were two months in. You brought up that you're two months open now. I'm curious. What um, going forward are your plans? I know you want to add more float tanks. Um, I know you're not fully booked up, and massage I don't think is fully booked up. What's the game plan? What's the runway look like for, let's say, the rest of the year in 2019? Yeah, right now I'm focused on getting more people in to pair the two services, massage and floating. We also have soma wave therapy, which is fantastic. Uh, and then my focus is also on converting people from a three-pack of floats to a membership. Cool. Uh, let's see, what else? Getting gift certificates to be easily handoutable people just walk by and walk in and buy gift certificates so i'm like i need that to be something i can hand out cool like, yeah. like candy yeah um uh people i mean people have all the stuff they need they want to give the gift of mm, an experience nice. and so i'll be able to do that um i apologize if i'm asking you haven't thought about this necessarily but do you have plans for the holidays how are you going to hit the holidays i don't have plans <laughs> i am i am not there and yeah. it's october and i know that you're supposed to be there in july <laughs> <laughs> right as all us other flow centers are right. just so you know we've all done this already no um what and i'm curious what? dylan because i don't know how i feel about it i don't know how i feel about the yeah. the consumerism and the crazed and the you know like you have to buy stuff and mm -hmm. like it's great for businesses i want to capitalize on that we're in a capitalistic society i may not agree with it all the time but like that's where we live and you know what's the balance of of that um not that i'm uh, i'm just 
you, I told, this is good. Even if it wasn't super specific, a cute question, I know exactly what you're talking about. Amy and I have talked about this before. We've talked about it on the show before. And, and Lance, uh, when he was on the show, had talked about it as well. And uh, the last time uh, Lance and Amy and I talked about it, they didn't do any um, paid advertisements over the holidays. And I think I shouldn't speak for Amy since she's not in the room, but I don't think she did that last year either um, because it was just like fighting for something everybody is fighting for. Um, I went in kind of almost for the first time, not not truly like a 180, but more so was like, I do want a piece of this pie. This is a very large pie, and even a tiny little fraction will really benefit us. Um, and we did that, and we saw marginal returns. It wasn't um, a, a huge upswing from previous years. It's always good. The holidays are fantastic for floats. I think spas in general just do great around the holidays. Like you said, giving an experience is, is really something, and so we do well. But um, it wasn't necessarily what I anticipated for the amount of money we put into like social media ads to, for the return back was kind of surprising. Um, so I think um, you know, social media advertising is also changing. It feels like every day is changing. What Facebook thinks is important um, or thinks about a business changes and how it wants to present you or not present you to people um, and what your dollar spend does. But assuming you're reaching people, whether it's existing clients or people who haven't experienced it before, it's also really on us to, to get that. What actually gets somebody interested in stepping into my center and what actually makes them want to cross that threshold of, or click that button to go to my website. And um, I know I'm going even more tangential, but other things that come up for me are, I hate clickbait. I, I freaking hate it. I think it's gross. Um, and it turns me off so much. And I know it works. I know it, it gets clicks and it gets dollars. And that's really hard to argue with when you have to pay rent, right? And so I think everybody needs to find themselves on the spectrum of I'm all clickbait and I'm just trying to make money or I'm completely heart-centric and I only want to have clear communications and there's kind of somewhere along you'll kind of lose yourself a little bit like this isn't me and this isn't making money and I need to be smart about how I communicate like just being intelligent understanding how language works and how our brains work doesn't make you manipulative uh, like you know the best songwriters understand language so well so they can communicate well it doesn't mean they're manipulating you in a, in a negative way and I think the same goes with marketing as well but Wow, really got on a tangent here. Um, I think that goes back to the holidays a little bit of just where do you lie on that? Like, um, it's a time of going inward. It's and that's what it is supposed to be, and it's this whole external thing for you. For for me, yeah, to, I, to go out to reach other people. Uh, is that the, what? so? Winter is a time where the sun is shorter. At, you know, it's not out as long and it's cold and you just stay home and kind of hunker down if you live in our climate. Yeah. I guess yeah. in Australia it's a little different, but, <laughs> or in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, but I think the, this is like going way out there, not out there, but just off topic. Okay. Um, you know, we have become disconnected from that. And for me, mm -hmm. I opened a float center so that people can reconnect with mm -hmm. themselves and reconnect with what is important to them. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the whole 
external, flashy, everything, do everything externally and don't pay attention to your own signals inside is what's wrong, partially wrong with our culture. And so, you know, how do I um, uh, be an integrity about that? Uh, and I'm not struggling with that at this point. I, I offer gift cards. I'll probably put a holiday thing up, but I'm not like super fired up about it. Okay. Yeah. Where do you think for you, you would start to go like, ah, this is too much for me. Like holidays specifically, where it'd be like, I'm, I'm selling out here. I don't know the answer to that off the top of my head. Yeah. I loved um, Float On's holiday thing. I think they've used it a few years now with Santa Claus getting naked Beautiful into a bathtub. Painting. Yeah. Gorgeous. I right. was like, that tickles, tickles me. Yes. And it's such a great way. It was just simple. simple. I don't care. Their message is just like, everybody needs to get in the tank sometimes. Even it wasn't Santa even Claus. about, yeah, yeah, it was Santa Claus. It was all appropriate and, and, and very, um, it was just on point. On message, so, yeah, on point. So, so mm-hmm. good. And, and I don't know I'll if bring. I'm capable of that type of message. <laughs> like, I don't, totally. I'm not that good of a marketer. I right. don't have those kind of ideas. Yeah. Uh, unless I hire somebody to have that kind of idea for right. me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna come up with it. And mm-hmm. right now, I don't have that luxury. That, that's that's funny. That uh, it's funny. We're both in Portland, and we both share a city with Float On, and, and I'm very familiar with that ad. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. And I also have very similar thoughts to what you just shared. Is or at least um, I know you're also like juggling a lot. I even have free time, right? Like I have downtime, and I don't have this like this is a funny, charming idea to present. Um, I sometimes I feel like overly sincere or like um, I just how do I get that little spin that they're so good at you yes. know? like that's who they are yes. and so I don't know how to manufacture that within myself they have such a great sense of humor right the float on guys yeah. and, and um, who is it that does the artwork I'm missing her name in my brain right now I'm not sure I know um, it, but I know who you're talking about what is her name behind the scenes um, anyway yeah the everything that I want to put out, I run it by cat, and she's like, "That's way too hokey. That's so corny. Like you need to just don't say that. Like changing the world one float at a time. <laughs> like, what are you What are you doing? Nobody can hear that. But that's how I feel. Oh my gosh. So um, Sandra and I do this as well. Like we'll have a very pure thing, and we hold it out to the other, and they're just like. No, no, that's Nobody's not take good. You seriously. But sometimes I feel like you have to not say my wife is a naysayer, but you have to ignore the naysayers. Yeah. Like, go, you know what? I can't test group this. This isn't for that. I can't run this past my mom and dad. Like, this isn't. Isn't they're not the right demo. I just have to put it out there. Yeah. And trust this is coming from someplace that's real and get it out there. Yeah. Um, it's I, a really fine balance because I, yeah. I. She has great points. You know, she makes a good point that that's that's pretty corny. Or it's going to come off as insincere because mm-hmm. we're bombarded with so much crap all the time. Oh, right. Like, you know, most marketing is a complete lie. It's all the opposite. It's, it, it's like we're in 1984. The Ministry of Truth is actually telling lies. All of that is true right now. And and I have this, like, desire to be genuine uh-huh. and to say things that I think matter. And, um, and, and it doesn't really fit in our culture. And so I don't know how to market because of that. Or is that just on us? Uh, 
thinking that's true. Like, is it possible that sincerity actually does make it out to the world? We're in Portland, for God's sake. Yeah. Like, I think you've got a really good point. It's it's actually, and people are hungry for it. Right. People are hungry and, and, for it. Oh my gosh, we're talking about something that is, is like, feels very on point for me. It's something that spins in my head all the time, this questioning of what appears as real, what doesn't. I become too self-aware of things that are sincere or ironic. You know, I, I don't know exactly what to put out there because I get wound up in my head. Uh, wow, yeah. But... Should we not just have faith that people can tell the difference between a pharmaceutical advertisement and a float center advertisement? Um, I don't know. I, I'd like to hope so. Maybe, maybe. I, mean, I think that's why things like float on or Mailchimp, for example, they uh -huh. just don't take themselves seriously. Yeah. And and that's refreshing to people. Yeah. Because uh, you know these big companies are all very very intentional and serious about their. Um, their manipulation, right? Uh, and so they're like, "Hey, we're just we're just here. We're just doing the best we can. We're just painting Santa Claus, getting in a float tank. Like yeah. we're just." Uh, and that one worked. Yeah. And what comes up for me then is think about this. Uh, I don't know if it's Coca Cola or Pepsi. Um, it was a Kardashian, I think, was like walking through all these protests and gives a police officer. Coca-Cola and it, I think it was reminiscent of like putting the flower in, yeah. in the barrel of the gun and that just flopped like terrible response from the public and, and maybe it wasn't a Kardashian I, I don't know but um, interesting that a huge company like that who has all of those resources can have a complete flop like that like yeah. completely tone deaf uh, do we not also get the opportunity to have one ad out there, make one artistic decision, and have it be a flop? Is that okay? Because it might, if it's pure, really resonate as well. You're right. I think it's like getting, um, giving ourselves some slack, you know, right. in right. in all the areas. I mean, <laughs> at least for me, that's that's something that I'm that I'm working on, that mm -hmm. I'm working on getting better at. Like yesterday, I. I was telling you this story, I'm not gonna repeat the whole story, but I said to a client, I offered her a bunch of free floats, and I was like, what did I just do? Oh my God, this woman was ready to pay for all these floats, and I made this mistake, and I said this thing, and it's it's okay, it's just one time, it's, yeah. I can talk to her again, or I can just let it be, like, yeah. it's okay to make that mistake, but I beat myself up for it, mm -hmm. up over it for quite a while. Um, I'm also good at like stopping that cycle, and just like, oh cool. Okay, shut up, clean a float tank. Shut up. Nice. <laughs> that's great. I, I don't know that that's the strength of mine. <laughs> that's great. I think it's from the years of meditation. Um, we and were, it's not normal meditation, I want to be clear. It's not sit down and bliss out meditation. It? It's standing meditation that is um, hardcore, be present. Be very, very present. Be very uncomfortable. Oh, interesting. It's not sit down and bliss out. Yeah. Uh, from my martial arts experience, the presence is in sparring. It's mm -hmm. just, I mean, when you're going to score a point on somebody or be scored on, is during those lapses of presence. Like, it's not about um, speed, it's about soon. Yeah. Like, when somebody has that gap. And, yeah. And I wouldn't, people could probably call it meditation, but I wouldn't call it meditation, but it is simply practicing presence. And if, I think if you practice that um, in a mildly stressful environment where people are throwing punches and kicks at your face that you can take that out into the to the rest of the world and you're just practicing being present in the moment mm -hmm. are you um, present in the moment when customers are coming in i try to be i'm not always successful mm -hmm. i mean 
it, it's it's chaotic between floats. There's this mm -hmm. cleaning, and then I'm trying to be in two places at once because it's just me. Yeah. Um, so I, I I think my practice over the years has contributed to my ability to slow yeah. down, prioritize the person. Five minutes or two minutes or thirty <laughs> seconds is not going to be that big of a right. deal. Right. Yeah. Um, this person hearing this person listening to them, taking what they have to say, or just responding with my own genuine response mm -hmm. instead of how are you i'm fine see ya like yep. it's like oh actually i've been a little stressed out but things are starting to look a little better mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. uh i might say yeah you know like be real because we are it's still it's a mom and pop shop those relationships are what make it can't do it without that in my opinion i completely agree <laughs> like, and i think that's some of the well i don't need to say disparaging things about anyone um, people have different business models oh, mine, mine is yeah. to pay great deal of attention to the client mm -hmm. yeah um, and, and that certainly resonates with me as well I think that's on, on par with how we think of things and how we hire employees all of that is very very client centric um, if somebody's taking up too much of your time do you have a way of managing that right now I usually just say, hey, I need to get some a few things done. Cool. Nice. I, I just, a lot of wisdom has come from you just in this last question here, and it's just nice to see you've only been open two months, and you're able to, to manage things so well and give the proper attention and know that, you know, 30 seconds doesn't make or break. It's okay to do that. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, my time management isn't that great. I'm either, I'm cleaning <laughs> or talking to people instead of doing things like marketing and, and oh, finances. And right. that's a constant struggle mm. because those are very important things and, like, in the scheme of things, if all of my numbers line up, it's like important for the business to succeed, but if I don't talk to the people, the business also won't succeed. Yeah. What's more important? You don't know in that moment. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> I think I'm starting to see all the different hats that you wear over <laughs> the course of this conversation. It's fun to talk about it, and I'm glad that, like, people have been able to listen to me over the years on our yes. float because yeah. I've got like before when I was just looking for funding or trying to start up and then when we were in construction I think we did an interview yep and then now that I've been open two months it's really mm -hmm. I'm really uh, grateful for the chance to share that with people I didn't know that we needed one right now but I was doing a photo shoot at your space and we started talking and it's like oh shit this needs to be documented right now because Actually, to be quite honest, it was a double. Um, one is, what a great excuse to be able to hang out. Like, we don't get very many opportunities to hang out. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, if we put a microphone, we could just, in between us, we could continue this conversation. Um, and the other was, this is what people need to know is coming down the line, because it's very common. And right, you haven't been able to articulate that well enough, it sounds right. like. It's like, no, no, really, it's going to be hard. Listen to this episode. This is important. <laughs> this is real. You should yeah. hear me crying at night. <laughs> I'm not kidding, actually. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. I mean, there's nights when it's like, it's so hard, and I feel so stressed, and it's... Sometimes I, I resist that emotional release, but mm -hmm. I feel that that's an important thing. Like, that those growing pains, you have to let go of something, and sometimes I'm resistant to letting go of that thing, and so it's an emotional struggle. And that's okay, I'm human. Like, we all go through that, but if we don't talk about it, then we're alone in mm -hmm. it, and it's so much worse. And, and I think that's why 
I just I just talk about it with people. I'm not afraid of it or ashamed of it or whatever. It's like, yeah, sometimes I'm really having a hard time about all the weight that's on my shoulders for running this place. Yeah. It's all on me. Like if it succeeds or fails. And I can also think about the perspective like on good days, I'm a dust moat in the great universe. Like it doesn't matter that right. much. If I do <laughs> fail, it's okay. I will still be okay, yeah. you know. Like you can follow the worst case scenarios down until your fears are appeased. And sometimes that's helpful to me. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. I always love chatting with you. <laughs> can I ask you one more question? Yeah. How often are you floating right now? Oh, at first I was floating every week, and now it's been probably three weeks. Oh, wow. It might okay. be two and a half, something like that. Okay. I try to float every week. Uh, how different is it floating in your own center? I love it. Nice. <laughs> I do it when nobody's around, oh, awesome. like like uh, at the end of the night or oh, cool. on a Monday yeah. when nobody else is here and I'm yeah. just cleaning. Um, so it, it's so quiet, and I know that there's nobody else here. And for me, I can just expand so big without like worrying about other people. Because yeah. in, in float centers, there's like somebody next door and there's somebody down the hall. You and know I, that. I know that, mm -hmm. and I'm one of those people who will track that mm -hmm. unless I really rein myself in. But. I love it. That's great. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty, your sharing. Always just so sincere. I love, appreciate um, that about you so much. So thank you so much. I love that we got this chance to talk, and I love that we got to put a microphone between us and uh, share it with the rest of the float community yeah. who, who's interested. Thanks so. so much for recording this and for bringing me breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Nobody should have known this was a paid interview. <laughs> He just knows how uh, how how uh, desperate I am for food other than Cliff Bars. <laughs> Good Lord, yes. Thank you, Dana. Thank you so much. Right. Thanks, Dylan. Man, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I really did. I found it so cathartic, and I just listening back on that, I think Dana's just such a special person, and she she inspires me. Uh, yeah, such good stuff. Before we go here, I just want to thank Float Away. Float Away is, gosh, uh, based out of the UK and now has a location in the US as well, which makes things like deliveries a lot easier. Uh, they're able to get you your uh, float tanks quicker, easier, all the mods, packs, uh, starlights in the ceilings, everything that you could need uh, based out of the UK is also available in the US now as well. So that's pretty important for our North American client base. And they make all sorts of beautiful pools, cabins, and tanks that you can check out on floataway.com. Go, go ahead and let them know that Art of the Float sent you their way. Floataway.com, again, is where you want to go. Thanks so much for listening. Truly appreciate it. Love seeing the numbers of, of people listening to the show. It's really inspiring for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really does help put wind in our sails. <laughs> thank you so much. Artofthefloat.com forward slash consulting is where you want to go if you're interested in getting assistance with your business, particularly starting it up. Uh, I'm particularly fond of things like soundproofing, room design, uh, the, the whole business design for flow, all of that uh, is great. But we have a whole team of people who can help you out now on Art of the Float. And thanks to Kim Hannon so much for taking show notes on each and every episode, including tonight's. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Remember, everyone. There's an infinite amount to find in the presence of nothing, so spend some time now. We'll see you next week.